Hello! お疲れ様です。ファコです。今日は Urban Resilience について話していきたいと思います。えっと、ちょっとエピソードを始める前に I'm, I'm a bit tired right now because I recorded this episode like A couple times before, the first time there was a baby spider crawling up my desk and I had to get them. And so I just decided to redo again. And second time, I just record, like, I literally just finished recording. But for some reasons, I wasn't happy with it.、Um, it, like, in Japanese, it's a little bit of a このエピソードもどうなるかちょっとわかんないんですけど多分変になると思うんですけど Third time is a charm なのでえー、っともう一回録音していきたいと思います So today is August 15th、um, and when you go on social media or you know check out the news a lot of the times you know a lot of people are talking about wildfire in Maui, Hawaii Um, and you know, it's pretty much all over the place, all over the news. And 今回はそのニュースの記事を読んでて、えっ、ー、と、urban resilience っていう言葉をちょっと思い出したので、そのことについて話していきたいと思います。So, urban resilience makes up of two words, or made up of two words, urban and resilience, right? Urban means I mean, it doesn't really mean anything, but you can imagine like city. Urban っていうと、まあ、なんか都市のこと、まあ、なんか連想すると思うんですけど、Resilience っていうのは、えっと、なんだっけな。まあ、対応力というか、回復力ですね。Resilience っていうのは、まあ、えっと、英語で言うと、It's the capacity to withstand. 対抗っていうんですね。withstand っていうのは対抗。or to recover quickly from difficulties.in other words, it's toughness.but also it's the ability of, a, of something to spring back into shape.so that means elasticity. えっと、elasticity っていうと、まあ、他の類語で言うと、adapt, adaptability.I say adaptability.adaptability.adapt っていうのは、えー、と適応するっていうんですけど適応性があることとあと、まあ、そのシステムとか、えー、とインフラとかがしっかり強いことを Resilience っていうんですねでその Urban Resilience っていうのは、えーとまあ、自然災害があ,あった時とか、まあ、予期しないことが起こった時に、えーとそのまあ、早く回復できるか回復まあ、復旧だけではなく復興その今までその,そのまあ災害前の状態よりもより良いじあの事態にできるかどう状態にできるかどうかっていうことを Urban Resilience っていうんですねえっとこれはあのいつこの言葉がなんか出てきたのかちょっとあの調べてないんですけどその都市計画というか都市デザインその社会のシステムとかあと建物とかそういうのをデザインするときにすごく大事なコンセプトだって私はあのそこであの大学であの勉強してたんですね学んでたんですけど、um, When I think of 
or when you probably think of urban resilience,、um, you might think of like how tough the buildings are. So, like, ま日本のあの例で言うと how retrofitted your buildings are、um, to withstand like very severe level of like earthquakes, very big earthquakes. Or, like, a bohate ga chanto stereka toka, so no infra no koto ni mega iku keko ga aruto omon deskedo. But what I'm trying to say in this episode is that as much as that part of resilience is important, the equally, if not more, even more important part of urban resilience is this like, this like something that you can't see. So that could be like communications, that could be the Network, like how is the urban fabric, like how is the electricity organized?、Um, how is the supply chain? Like the organization, how we organize things is speaks a lot about urban resilience. A lot.、Um, and so I wanted to pick out some of the examples that I saw in a news article on the Hawaii wildfire. And just like pinpoint like what it means to have urban resilience. So,、um, just to put a scale to it,、um, from now I'm reading off of this news article.、Um, it says, The fire devastated, devastated much of the west side of the island, including Lahaina. A coastal community of 13,000 that was once the capital of the Hawaiian kingdom and wiped out more than 2,000 structures, the vast majority of them residential. えっとまあすごい被害を受けてるんですけど、そ,のそれが、まあ、あのマウイの,あの西側って言えばいいのかラハイナっていうのを中心にあの山火事が広がってるんですけど、um, It's just mainly talking about how severe the damage is but、um, some of them is that um, how like the side not side effect but then like the indirect consequence そのまあ、フィジカル的にその物理的に建物が焼けたとか建物が倒れてきたとかだけじゃなくて他にどういう何、えー、て言うんだろう壁があるのかハワイはどういう壁にぶつかってるのかっていうのを書いてあったので、えー、とそこをちょっとピックアップしていきたいと思います。So this gets a little political here but um This article says that residents of West Maui have complained. Complained, you know, I'm a claim to you, I'm a claim to you, I'm a claim to you, I'm a claim to you. They have complained that victims were receiving less disaster aid from the government than from their own ad hoc volunteer network. So, no, Jimoto de, so no, toki ni monaka. 作られたその自然あの山火事が起きてから作られたボランティアのネットワークで集まった人数よりも人数の方がその国の政府からもらってる援助よりもあの多いっていうのが、まあ、すごくちょっと問題になってるんですけど、まあ、これは確かにその
I mean, I can't really blame the government necessarily because of like how the mainland, like how far the mainland is, and how limited、um, the way to like、um, deliver goods, like、um, and staff too. But、um, what I think is interesting is that like Hawaii, luckily. Or ironically, but luckily for them, it is one of the states, right? One of the, um, like, so, 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 Puerto Rico, despite it being United States, like territories of the United States, it didn't receive aid because the US had no responsibility to do such thing to its territories. Territories, you know, my Lyoti, not this kid, my America, I could scar Lyoti, Motte, some Caribbean, Zoni, no Motte, and this kid, so no, it's not a Puerto Rico, and this one. でプエルトリコが多分地震か洪水かすごいことになった時にそのアメリカからの援助がほぼなかったんですよねでそれはなぜかっていうとその州だったらその国政府が、えー、とその援助するっていうのが義務付けられてるんですけど領地だから来なくていいんですよてかあの送んなくていいんですよ援助を。でなんかそこがすごくその that is a political way of showing how vulnerable territories are, like how vulnerable Puerto Rico is, because like technically it's under the United States, but when things like this happen, like your like this country, like the United States won't help you because you're just a territory. That's a brutal truth.、Um, and You know, in a way, like that could be, be a part of the urban resilience because, like, politically, you put yourself in a very vulnerable place, right? Like, some of the things that I got that the Toki ni, eto, like, Jibun de Nanto Kashinaki, Kenite, America got Taskete Kurenite, you know, so look, I know, vulnerable, vulnerable, you know, Zejak, っていう意味らしいんですけど、脆弱っていう意味が、私日本語の意味がわかんないんですけど、傷つけられ傷つけられやすいじゃないな、まあ、ちょっと弱い立場になってるっていうのが、まあ vulnerable えっとって言うんですけど、ハワイ、luckily it is a one,、uh, one of the states, so national government like or federal government still does have this responsibility to give aid, but The residents are still saying that is barely enough.、Um, so that's a political way of showing urban resilience, I guess.、Um, another more like primary or yeah, primary example here is this like networking or like more like way of communication. And.、Um, ちょっと待ってよ今それ探してるんですけどえー、どこ行ったっけなどこ行ったっけなえー
とちょっと待ってくださいよ Okay, yeah, so in another part of this article, it says criticism also has focused on state and local emergency management as fires raged. Warning systems intended to alert residents to natural disasters failed to function in traffic management during the fire.、Um, as, uh, as power poles toppled, toppled, you know, like, toppled. And panicked residents scrambled to outrun the inferno, drove hundreds of victims into gridlocked roads that became death traps. ちょっとあの日本語に訳すとちょっと難しくなっちゃうかもしれないんですけど、まあ、要約するとその警告システム警告システムアラームがうまく起動しなかったらしくてでそこでその住民への警告がうまく行き渡ってなかったんですって。で、例えばその大きい道路とかで特にそのもうカオス状態、混乱状態に陥っちゃって、で、まあ電柱も倒れて、まあそれはインフラの問題なんですけど、電柱が倒れて、で、あの、まあ道路のその整備が全然整ってなくて、えっ、ー、と、みんな、まあどこに行けばいいかわかんなくなりますよね。で、あのまあ、なんか混乱した住民の人たちが、まあ、なんかちょっとドミノ状態というか、toppled over each other and toppled over each other and that became death traps。なんかそれで亡くなった人もすごく多かったらしいんですね。So that is, that is an example of like how like alert systems or way of communication is such a big part in Withstanding natural disasters. Like communication or warning system is not even about the fire, right? Like it's not the smoke, it's not the heat, or it's not the fire that's killing them. It's the people, it's the infrastructure, it's the lack of communication that's killing them. And I think it's so, such an important part of it.、Um, and I feel it so much ever since I moved here. Because, like in Japan, people experience much more severe earthquakes than here, much more frequently. So, in Japan, people experience much more frequently than here, much more frequently. So, in Japan, people e x p e r と比べて日本人はもう自然あの違うわ地震対策がすごくできてるんですよねでそれは多分そのインフラがしっかりしてるとか津波の時の防波堤がちゃんとしてるとかまあそれもあるんですけどそれよりももっと大事なのはあのその心の準備というかあの非常食を常に常備してるかとかあと地震が起きた時にどこに行けばいいかちゃんと分かってるかとか地震が起きた時に誰に連絡するかとかあと、まあ、なあの停電になった時にどうすればいいかとかその心の準備が全然違うと思うんですよね。その食料が少な,か少なくなるかもしれないとかじゃあそういう時にはどうすればいいかとかそういうの考えが全然こっちには行き渡ってなくて。So, even with like earthquakes, like, 震度3とか4ぐらいの地震でも、もう when that earthquake happens, like, it's like the talk of the town throughout the day. Like, 一日中その話題がそれ持ちきりになるんですよ
like did you feel that earthquake or did you hear about that like everyone talks about it even like no matter how small the scale of that earthquake is and that shows how not prepared we are right like we don't know anything about the evacuation system that's going on like maybe we are a little more prepared about the wildfire because it's much more common things and it's like it hits a little closer to our home but mentally california residents are not ready for earthquakes and that's why i say that like i'd rather experience earthquakes in japan than in the states because i'm so scared of the chaos the natural disaster would bring like food shortage like people just stealing each other people just like i don't know i'm scared of the people not the earthquake itself but i'm scared of the people and because i'm scared of the how people would react to the earthquakes i never want to experience earthquake in like a city like la um but that's besides the point that's my rant of the day i guess but where am i going with this so again this is to say that way of communication is so important in measuring how resilient you are or resilient your city is to things like you know natural disasters like earthquakes and wildfires and i feel like hawaii really proves that Hawaii in itself, like physically, is already a very vulnerable place, right? It's a small island. So, Hawaii,通っていうぐらいですから、もう逃げる場所が結構限られてるんですよね。だからその山火事が起きた時に海の中に逃げていく人がいっぱいいたと思うんですけど、あのまあ逃げる場所がない。で逃げれたとしてもじ
this might be a learning experience or learning opportunities for the area but I, I feel like it's too early for me to say that like I feel bad saying that because like there's like at least like 99 casualties here right so I'm gonna I'm not gonna talk too much about this like, oh yeah this is great because it's a learning opportunities for Hawaii no um, I'm not gonna expand too much on that but again like this is to say that physical infrastructure is important but the second half of it is the residents it's each individual person's mental readiness and like how strong the network of communication is in the time of emergency and i'm talking about this because i'm talking about urban resilience here because like natural disaster is something that no one is immune to その誰もが自然には負けちゃうじゃないですか。地震に勝てる人なんていないし、津波に勝てる人なんていないし、で、自然災害って終わることないじゃないですか。だからその、urban and I think like it doesn't necessarily have to be like things like wildfire, earthquakes, or tsunamis. Like urban resilience could um, could apply to things like COVID nineteen, right? その I think that's a part of urban resiliency or lack thereof. You know, remember there's a shortage in toilet paper. We're not, we, we did that because we're not used to this kind of thing and we just panic, right? Um, and, you know, do you have a good supplies of medical, uh, medical applicants or, you know, masks? Um, are is your city urban resilient because a lot of people are you know unsheltered or homeless like is your city educated enough of like how to do how to do vaccination how to get tested like what's the education level there like urban resilience can be applied to many many things in life and i think that's like one of the biggest topics no matter what you'll be doing i feel like to some extent like let's say you're you know starting a business that wants to solve something chances are you're tackling or you're trying to improve urban urban resilience um and I think that's uh, that's one of the most important words that I feel like we all should know um, and talk about. So, yeah, I think that's going to be about this episode. えっと、今回はアーバンレジリエンスについて話したんですけど、結局何が言いたいかはっきりまあ、はっきりしてないんですけど、<笑> 
何が言いたいかちょっとはっきりしてないかもしれないんですけど楽しんでいただけたら嬉しいですでは、えー、と次のエピソードでお会いしましょうバイバイ